What's going on? And welcome into the That Being Said podcast with your boys, Sammy. And me, George Ojo. We're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sant Hub. And we did come at you live. If you missed that, you got to follow us on Twitter. Me at Jesus him at Jesus Sammy, at Pod That on Twitter and Instagram. You'll see us go live. And it's a lot of fun because we answer all your questions. If you don't know how to spell our last names, the easiest one will be at Pod That. Yeah, probably. That. Um, and our names are always on the screen there, and it's always on the, the podcast. So go check it out. Uh, we did our top 10 uh, NBA players of all time, and we went through ESPN, you know, 40 through 11 list, kind of talked about some some people that got screwed, some people that were too high. little teaser, Isaiah Thomas got screwed, and Kevin Garnett is overrated. Those are my teasers. All right, fair enough. And uh, I thought Dirk Nowitzki got screwed. And, yeah. Mo- and Moses Malone. Shout out to Moses Malone. I don't know how much I, I don't think I think Just yeah. shout out to Moses Malone. Shout out Moses Malone. Um, much love. Uh, enjoy the podcast. I don't know what episode it is, George, uh, but it will be on the title. So you guys will know what podcast it is. Um, and you can always find us at sontsports.com. That's S-O-N-T sports.com. And uh, for those that are always wondering what that stands for, Sont, George, what does that stand for? It stands for Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Enjoy the pod. You already did. All right. We should be live. We'll give this a few seconds. Gonna do a couple retweets and then we'll be set to go. What's going on, George? Doing all good, man. How are you doing today? Enjoying uh how, where are you these days? I feel like you're so we're just joking. If you're listening to the podcast and not watching us live on camera, we're in the same location, but we got a split screen in, but we're sitting like right next to each other. Or about six feet away. Oh, social distancing. You don't need to social distance from people that you live with. So we are not six feet away. Uh desks are not that long, I guess. Uh man. Well, we still don't have sports. Kind of we do actually though. We got US US UFC. Um, it was a little weird seeing it empty. It really it was. was. The, it was more, not the seeing, sorry. The the audio part of it was kind of weird. Yeah, hearing the like people, like hearing the coaches yelling the whole time was kind of weird to say the least. I'm surprised. Why don't they just pump in crowd noise like when something really big happens for the TV experience? Yeah, I, I, I would assume that if we continue to have what we have going on in the world, that that's what it would probably get to, but. Yeah, that, I think that the would reason be reason they probably haven't done it. This is the first experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, we got German soccer Bundesliga coming back on Saturday on, with no fans. And I told you before the podcast, we were just kind of talking about it. It's not really my favorite league out of all the European soccer leagues. I like the Premier League. I like La Liga more. But, you know, at the end of the day, at least it's live sports. So I, well, I guess I'll be waking up early Saturday morning to watch Bundesliga. Bundesliga. I like that. Um, well, yeah, well, do it with an accent, but we're going to watch it. I, watch it but I don't care for soccer. If you're going to watch, talk about it, you might as well use the accent. Bundesliga. I can't listen to you say that anymore. So we're moving on to what we're here for, which is basketball, right? Yeah. Um, we have ESPN came out with their what are they, the top 74, it was top 74 players of all time. 
We're going to go through the 40 through 11 list to start, um, kind of talking about which ones. I'll, I'll throw it up on the screen while we do it. So for those that are watching live, and if you're not watching live, make sure you follow us on especially Twitter. I mean, we, we always go live on our different accounts. It could be either Saw Hoops, at PodBat for the podcast. We'll always be retweeted onto there. So follow us if you want to watch us live and you'll turn on your notifications. Um but we're going to put it on the screen and kind of go through some of the craziest ones we saw in the top 40 through 11. And then we'll go through the top 10. And me and George each wrote out our top 10. And uh, maybe we'll give our honorable uh, and our honorable mentions 12 and 11. 12 and 11. Oh, yeah. Sorry. When you said that, I thought you were going to say 12 and 13 for some reason. I was like, what? But you meant 12, 11. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to pull up this list, George. And we'll just, like, you know, can you see my screen? Uh, not yet, but up oh, here it is. All right, oh, I almost uh, blew you, you almost got the spo- spoiler alerts. Yeah. All right, let's start at forty. Um, starting at forty, and, and what we'll do is I want to talk about this one, Chris Paul. So that's why I want to stop on this one, um, and then we can just go through some of the lists. And if you if you want to stop, just say stop. And, uh, All right. You know, uh, uh, I like this one. I like this one. You know, you know, I think that kind of shows that Chris Paul would be somewhere in the top 25, probably, maybe, if he was able to win a championship. But his lack of, or lack thereof, even getting to a championship or getting to a Western Conference Finals only once, right, with the Rockets, I think. Yep. That's really hurt him in his career. And I think it's kind of part of why what's different about the modern NBA. Is, if you're the best player on the team, but you're a small point guard, it's not what it used to be. The Isaiah Thomas is in the world. It's not this, John Stockton even, right? I know he wasn't the best player on the team, but times have changed. The guys that really get there, other than Steph Curry, is really like the Kevin Durant of the world. And, and, and Steph's not like a pure point guard either. Like this, Chris Paul is, is a absolute pure point guard. Correct. And I think he might have been suited better in a different era. Yeah, he's, and he's you know he's the fortieth best player on this list, and he's probably the second best pure point guard of all time. If you actually think about pure point guard, maybe third best pure point guard of all time. If you think about how many good pure point guards there are in NBA history, it's really not been that many. There's been a lot of guys like Magic Johnson, who's a point guard, but he's not a pure point guard. There's guys like Steph Curry, who plays point guard. He's not a pure point guard. I'd say the three best pure point guards in NBA history are probably Isaiah Thomas, John Stockton, and Chris Paul. I mean, yeah. this kind of reflects that, right? Is there any other pure point guards on I mean, the it depends on you consider Oscar Robinson and a couple He's kind of – Oscar Robinson is pretty big and tall, right? I yeah, mean, he could still be a tall pure point guard. But I get your point with, like, Magic Johnson where he was kind of like more of a LeBron James type of versatile right. player. Um, yeah, I think that, that is what – Chris Paul is probably somewhere in at least the top five, we can say for sure, without a doubt, right. uh, pure point guards. and Depending on what you consider pure point guard, as you said. Correct. Um, but awesome career – Unfortunate that he hasn't gotten to the place where he'd want to get to, and I don't think he's going to as long as he's in a Thunder jersey. That's yeah, and he happens. might end up with a championship later in his career, a la Gary Payne. Yeah, but that won't really – I don't think that will count for his – as much for this type of ranking. Right, absolutely. All right, let's 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 move through this. Tell me if you want to stop. We have to wait. Yeah. Wolf Frazier at 39. Great, great uh, dresser. Great dresser. Bob Pettit. We've never watched. Never watched Bob Pettit play. But, you know, if you go look at his things, he did, like, have a lot of good stats. Like, he did. 26 and 16. That's kind of a monster. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> and a championship. 1958, though. Uh, good year. Patrick Ewing. 
at 30, 37. Um, somewhat of an underrated, sometimes probably overrated type of player in his career. Right. I'd say. A little bit of between. Kevin McHale at 36. Jason Kidd at 35. Uh, shout out to Jason Kidd. Do you want to consider him a pure point guard? Kind of accidentally uh, glossed over him. Yeah. I mean, he is a pure point guard. Yeah, he only player. averaged 12 points per game in his career, but that just shows it's different eras yeah. and he he was really i loved jason kidd growing up oh, yeah and he won that championship with the maps yeah. which was a big deal uh george mikan don't even tell me you have a comment on him no but the <laughs> picture that they use is pretty cool because like they have two guys like on top of each other to take a picture of them like instead of using a chair instead of using a chair pretty, pretty um pretty cool john havelcheck rest in peace rest in peace yeah recently um another old era one 32 james harden um I will stop on this one just for a brief moment is another guy that, as you can see, already at 32, mm-hmm. if you can get yourself a championship, you're maybe cracking a top 20. So this is a, I think this could be a little high as of right now for James Harden. Um, but I also think there's some other guys coming up that are probably, he should be ahead of anyways. Um, so it might be a little high, I think, because he still only is 29 or 30 and, right. you know, he still has a chance to really put a more of a placer on his name where he is. No, definitely. And like I'm here we are. I'm gonna be talking about James Harden and I'm gonna to try to use without being a total negative Nancy about it. I don't like James Harden's basketball game. I don't enjoy watching him play. I think it's boring. I don't think he's a winner, but this is exactly where he should be on the list. Just because I say all that stuff doesn't mean he was not one of the top thirty five people to ever play basketball you yeah. know what i mean like it's just i don't think he is a. when daryl morey says he's the greatest scorer of all time it just makes me want to throw up in my mouth but is he a great scorer absolutely is he a weapon that maybe we've never seen before as far as like the step back and taking advantage of today's rules which there's nothing wrong with taking advantage of today's rules because they are the rules so James Harden is a top 35 basketball player of all time. And one thing I do want to give him credit for is I think the internet helped him become a top 35 player of all time. Because instead of me sitting back and talking about how shitty his defense is all the time, I feel like the internet and Twitter kind of whipped his ass into shape into playing better defense. And he went from being a liability on the defensive end to being a average defender in the NBA. Yeah. Um, he, kind of put himself in a situation where he became an average in most aspects of defense and in some parts above average when it comes to post jumping lays, post defense. He's one of the best post defenders in the NBA. I think it did kind of wake him up, which is a benefit of the internet, I guess, these days, even though he is now off of the internet a lot. But I think he, uh, you know, he took some of it to heart. Still choke hard as well. I I had to throw one jab in there, right? Yeah, you had to. I had to. Come on. This is one of the most ridiculous ones that I wanted to mention. I think the next part of this list right here, these Mm -hmm. next like five slots, I think are where most of the my issues are with this list. Isaiah Thomas is a two-time champion, um, and this there's guys that are right. It's not. It's hard for me to explain why I hate it so much. But when you see some of the guys that come up after him, mm-hmm. lower on this list now. Why don't you do that and then explain it? Because I think that will help, like, get people. Because I know where you're going with this, and uh, I can't skip over these guys though. So it's kind of hard. Well, but, I know, I know, but like, I want you to break down why you are so upset about that. Okay, it's kind here's of why I'm upset. Giannis has never won a championship. He's like 26 years old, and if he never wins a championship in his career, he's not even. He shouldn't even be a top. 
you know, yet. He shouldn't right. be a top 30 player. You know what's funny about this one, Sammy, with Giannis? Like, I feel like ESPN put out this list. It's like, oh, number 27, Giannis, because he might start winning championships. Like, motherfuckers, you can redo the list later if you really wanted to. Like, it's not well, like this, do this list often. Yeah, this list is not over. John Stockton never won a championship. I know he, I think he's all time assist leader. Um, not better than Isaiah Thomas. Allen Iverson, another one, never won a championship. I get it. He was fun. He's flashy. He's one of the greatest 50 basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Shouldn't be ahead of Isaiah Thomas. Steve Nash, same deal. Won two MVPs, never won a championship. Shouldn't be ahead of Isaiah Thomas. And then you have Isaiah Thomas. So if it was me, basically what I do is I take Isaiah Thomas, pass Steve Nash, Allen Iverson, John Stockton, Giannis, and plop him right here before Dwayne Wade. I, I would I would move him above Dwayne Wade and move him to the 25th best basketball player. And I'd move him above, above Kawhi, Kawhi and move him into the 24th best player. Right here. That's where I'd have yeah. him. Right next he to could David even Robinson. be ahead of – David Robinson. I mean, that's where he is. David Robinson, him. Barkley. Yeah. But I, I like Barkley a little better personally, but you can make the argument. You can tell. We're talking about a guy, though. Let's just break this down for a second. Um, and we went through parts of this list. I don't think we need to go through all those players because really we're giving our top 10, right? We saw what we're disagreeing with right. Isaiah Thomas landing. We're talking about with Isaiah Thomas is a two time NBA champion. Well, you know, a lot of these guys have no championships. And he's. They were the team that Jordan had the problem getting past mm-hmm. until he finally got past them. But and, the, and he had to go and take down that this the um the Boston Celtics and then go yeah. and the Lakers were around that era too. Yeah. So it's one thing to just say, okay, yeah, he won two championships, he was great. He also happened to be the one they were the one blockage really in the Eastern Conference in all of Michael Jordan's career. When in his prime, that was actually a problem for him. I agree with you, and I'd have him right at twenty fifth, right around David Robinson. Yeah, right it, after him. I, I I could even make an argument that he should be right here. I mean, could you make an argument technically that if you make an argument, I'm not going to make it myself that he's better than Charles Barkley, better than Elgin Baylor, and better than Scottie Pippen and be twentieth on the list? Could you make the argument? I'm not. You gonna could make- because of his championships. That's, yeah. that's another reason. But yeah, that's that's kind of the whole point I'm making is you can put them ahead of all the guys that haven't won a championship. Even like what bothers me is things like, you know, it's like Giannis shouldn't be right next to a guy like Kawhi and Dwayne Wade, guys who have won multiple championships. I mean, historically, and I love Giannis more than I like Harden, and I think he's going to pass James Harden on this in accolades and career-wise. But to me, I mean, if you want to say who's had a better career so far, if they if basketball ended today, if this coronavirus ends basketball forever, James Harden had a better career than Giannis. By far. Right? By far. I mean, like, and, and this is coming from the guy who doesn't like James Harden. Like, this is ridiculous. How's where Giannis is? I know they're trying to project a lot here. Like, oh, if they won the champion, if they won the championship this year, sure, it makes sense, but they didn't. It's not over. So, what ESPN did here was projected, I feel like, too much with the whole Giannis thing. I agree. Um, we're going down the list. We're almost to the end of this. Scotty Pippen, by the way, worst, worst teammate ever, maybe. Not ever, but you know what I mean. Horrible teammate. Kyrie Irving's worst teammate, but yeah, bad teammate. But yeah, you made that comparison yesterday between him and uh, Kyrie Irving. I really liked it. Yeah, a bunch of assholes. Um, 
Kevin Garnett, we both agreed, one of the most wildly overrated players of all time. For for example, just like if you hear me out here for a second too, should he be ahead of Isaiah Thomas? Mm, I don't think so. I should mean, he be ahead of Charles Barkley. I don't believe so. I, mean, I don't believe so. Uh, Kevin Garnett was known as a guy. It's kind of funny. Like Kevin Garnett's whole career was known as a guy who can't win anything. Even he went to Boston and won one championship. And now he's like the definition <laughs> of what a winner should be. And he wasn't, even, he wasn't even the finals MVP. Like right. Paul Pierce was the – Garnett could have been the heart and soul of the team. But who's the best player on that team? Paul Pierce. Like, is he the heart? Like, okay, I know he was – I love Kevin yeah, Garnett. Yeah, he's the heart and soul. The guys that are heart and soul of the team. Do, do we know that for a fact? Or maybe Paul Pierce was the leader. Just because Kevin Garnett yells and screams on TV is like, oh, that's a heart and soul. That's like what the media always – oh, he's a heart and soul. Maybe Paul Pierce was. Maybe Paul Pierce was the leader of that team. Who knows? Really? I mean, you can go off people's stories and Doc Rivers talks about – Kevin Garnett was the like the vocal leader. Sure, but more oh. importantly, is the question, the question here is there's a picture of the Seattle Supersonics. So if you go on ESPN's list, you'll see the Sonics. I see Patrick Ewing back there. He's running. He's behind um, in front of And I see Desmond Mason. Number one on the Seattle Supersonics. I don't know what year that is, but I have to look it up. Can you name that player? I can't. I can't either. Okay, yeah. I think Vin Baker's behind Patrick Ewing, maybe 42, I think. That's Vin Baker. Yep, that's Vin Baker, 42, Patrick Ewing, 33. Number one is. I don't know who number one is, and I'm going to have to look that up today or it's going to bother me because that was my heyday of watching every single game. And when I know the name of it, I'm going to get mad. I think his last name was Williams, to be honest. I have no idea. So I, can't, I can keep talking about this with you, but I have no idea. I have zero idea who the guy is. Uh, more importantly to me was Kevin Garnett, I think is the most overrated player of all time to me. Of so, all time. Okay, that's fair. I, I can't argue with you here. I mean, is there any reason that Kevin Garnett's really that much better than James Harden, for example? No. It's the no. same situation. He just happened to – if James Harden left and joined the Warriors and won a championship, it would be the same exact thing. All right. Fair enough. I was right. Shamond Williams, Sammy. Congratulations. God, Shamond uh, Williams. Do you remember him? No. Oh, okay. We have Dirk at 19. That's where I want to talk about. Dirk at 19, I think, is – the two next guys, Dirk and Moses Malone, and we'll we'll talk about Moses together. But Dirk at nineteen, I think, is a little too low. Um, being an MVP, being probably the best uh, European player of all time, I kind of feel like he should be up all the way where Kevin Durant is, which we're going to get to later. I think at number fourteen, correct? I and I think that's where Dirk. I think Dirk is about five spots too low. I mean, if you tell me right now, it's close. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Durant or Dirk Nowitzki career ends today for Durant. He never comes back from this Achilles injury. Who had a better Dirk? By that's how, I, that's how I feel too. And I understand Durant or Durant has two championships. Great. I think they both have one MVP, right? right. Um, Dirk did make another championship. It's not like the guy is a one-time champion. Uh, he is a one-time champion. It's not like he's a one-time appearance in the finals or anything. Uh, and like you said, I think the projecting here by ESPN is a little too much. Is if their careers ended today, like Kevin Durant had this torn Achilles and never came back, Dirk's 21 year career is better than Kevin Durant's 12 year career. I completely agree with you. That's why Dirk's too low on this list. If Durant comes back and is healthy and has a good five, six years. Yeah, he's better probably better than Dirk. But yep. like, like you said, it's a lot of projecting. Absolutely. So that's my, like, this is my biggest gripe on the list, I guess. Yeah, mine's still Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, mine's Dirk Nowitzki. And this guy, Moses Malone, man. 
Moses Malone's stats were absolutely absurd. But I mean, look how many different teams he played on. I mean, he played in the ABA. God, he played on so many teams. And he had three MVP awards. How many guys on this list have three MVP awards? I would assume maybe two, three. Like Jordan, LeBron, Wilt. Kareem. Magic maybe. Is maybe Magic and LeBron. Somewhere around. Yeah, somewhere yeah I think around. I looked it up once. I think that's the whole entire list. I think it's like LeBron, Magic, Jordan, maybe Wilt, Kareem, and Moses Malone as three-time MVP. I think Wilt might only have two MVPs. So for Wilt to be this low, I, I never got to watch him play. But when you see his stats that he put up in some of his MVP years, where it's like 32 points a game and like 20 rebounds a game, you're like, man, how good was Moses Malone? I obviously never got to see him play. and He died way too soon. But if you even look at the years he played, I I, I didn't realize this, by the way, Sammy. I, I watched Moses Malone play in 1994 and 95 on the San Antonio Spurs. I didn't yeah. know he played from 1974 to 1995, but I think he only had like a stretch, I think, from like 70 to 88 or, or 70 to like 80, where he was like really good. And then he was a lot of role player years. So maybe that's why he's not that high on the list. I don't know why he's not that high on the list, but um, once again, like you look at the numbers, it's pretty remarkable having a three time NBA MVP. Um, I think. As they say on this list, I think the issue is the Sixers and one. It says he was also finals MVP for the Sixers and won his only championship. Ring. Okay, fair enough. Uh, there's a lot of guys here that have the only one championship ring, and that's probably what hurts them the most on the list. Yeah, no, that's so fair, though. Winning more than one is a little special, which once again is why I don't understand how Isaiah Thomas is 31st. <laughs> right? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And like, okay, I love Dirk, and I said Dirk was like my, my most underrated guy on the list. But, like, for Dirk to be that much ahead of Isaiah Thomas is kind of weird. I feel like they're both guys, like, shafted. Yeah. And then you have a Garnett with his only one championship, not a finals MVP, had to join them because he was on a losing team in Minnesota, and he's that high. It's pretty crazy. And you got Carmelone here, never won a championship at uh, 17, but he should be in the top 20. Yeah. yeah I, th- I feel like that's where, like, Dirk maybe – he's like Dirk and them, like, same same caliber. Yeah, but Dirk won. Yeah. Jerry West, um, what did he go in the finals? One in nine, I believe. At least he won one. He's the logo of the NBA. He probably fits somewhere. And, and for his role as a, as a GM or whatever he is, he's not GM. He's like basketball operations, all these mm-hmm. places. What done with free agency and stuff and helping build dynasties, he yeah. probably should be the side of the list. And like you said, Sammy, he's the logo. He's the logo. Uh, Julius Irving is at, what is that, 15th. Um, I feel like that's a little high. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the numbers, though, it might not been high. I mean, I never got to watch him play, but he was very revolutionary, and a lot of people loved watching him. Uh, people talk like talk a lot about him being the guy who changed and made the game so vertical and things like that. I never got to watch him play. Sometimes, if I haven't seen the guy like at all, I have no don't have much comment. Yeah. I'm just basing it off of just look at some of the guy's numbers. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just I'm trying to base it off of because there's going to be a lot of guys in our top 10 that we were never able to watch. True. But you got to base it off what we know and what we've seen. Uh, Durant at 14, awfully high, I think, like you said, projecting. We already talked about him, really. Because um, what, what, 
what he does in Brooklyn is going to play a big role in where he kind of fits historically, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think if you – let's say he never plays another game where he comes back to Brooklyn. He's going to play another game. I like Kevin Durant a lot, and I think he's a type of guy who I don't think the Achilles injury – I think he'll rebound from it very well. But if let's say he goes to Brooklyn and it has like a Grant Hill second half of his career, when they redo this list, he's not going to be 14. He'll be like 27. Yeah, he'll be like where Giannis is right now. Yeah. Um, no, I take that back. It'll be like where Kevin Kevin Garnett is ish. All right, that's fair. So, but like, I I'm gonna go on the record, and I think he's gonna do really well in Brooklyn. But if he doesn't, I I don't. I think he'll have a fall off of number fourteen. Hmm. Thirteen, Steph Curry. Um, I think it's like close to where I have him. It's about right. It's about right. I mean, I think from 13 all the way down, they are – I think these are really the top 13 players of all time, and you can move and mix and match and change it up a little bit. But one thing we know about Steph Curry, he's the greatest shooter of all time. And to me, I value – you'll see when I get to my top 10, I value shooting a lot because – Basketball is about a lot of a lot about basketball shooting, and he's the best one to ever shoot a basketball. Yeah, um, you got twelve Hakeem, who I think is also, you know, if it wasn't for Michael Jordan era, that era was just I don't know. Hakeem just had it was a tough era, right, to win a lot of championships. But his two finals, his he's two times Finals MVP. He averaged thirty point nine and ten point seven. During those back-to-back finals, and and three point four blocks. Yeah, Pretty and they great. say he has the NBA record thirty eight hundred blocks. Only issue with Hakeem here for me sometimes is like, what? It's when it was during Jordan's retirement, right? Basically, right. and he did get to the finals. I think his second year in the NBA, him and uh, Moses Malone in Houston, and they lost to. I think they got swept by the Lakers. Yeah. So like, I don't know if he had that other championship, I might have been even, even put him in my top seven. Yeah, but. He's not there. <laughs> no. Or if he beat Jordan in the finals, that'd be, and he's the only one to ever do it, you'd, you'd move him up way yeah. higher on this list. And you got Oscar here at 11, which I think he'll be on our list, you know, somewhere in that range as well. Uh, yeah, somewhere there. So I have Oscar just to let you know 13th, so he's not going to be on my list. Yeah, he's not on my list. Uh, I, we're doing 12, so I didn't have him on my list either, which he'd probably be 13th there. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, well... We came on here to really give our top 10s uh, slash 12, right? Yep. And all I do is kind of fun going through that top 40 and seeing some of the guys. And there's some guys on there that you, you know are great, right, guys, like Jason Kidd. But it's like I didn't know the best way to put it. I wasn't I, – going into the list, I wasn't 100% sure that a guy like Jason Kidd would be, Kidd would be on the top 40 list. Um I didn't know you, you have Jason Kidd. I didn't know if we we're going to have a, you know, not a Jason Kidd on there. Maybe Reggie Miller on there or something, right? Or Reggie Miller. Gary Payton is like, Payton. I don't know where they put him on. There was top 75 players of all time. Somewhere there, yeah. You know, like Reggie Miller, who realistically, I guess, if you look at his numbers, didn't have that long of an all-star career. It was like a four or five-time all-star, I believe, only. Um, but I just guess I, I, going into it, I don't. I didn't immediately think like top 40, Jason Kidd. So it's kind of interesting seeing yeah, absolutely. Things on there. Um, 
You want to get to our top 10 here? Yeah, but first let's get to our honorable mentions. Um, I'm going to go with uh, my honorable mentions. Number 12, Hakeem Olajuwon, one of my favorite basketball players of all time. And number 11, a very controversial left off top 10, Sammy. Wilt Chamberlain. I feel like in a league where he was the most physically dominating player by far, in a league where he was easily, like, would I say easily, like, the best scorer, the most physically dominant guy, in a league that only had, like, I think, 8 to 12 teams at times, for him to only have two championships, I had to, like, I had to punish him a little bit. Like, Wilt, you got to do better than that. Same in your top 12. He's number 11. Oh, okay. Those are my honorable mentions in my so that did not make my top ten list. Let's see, talk a lot about your honorable mention. It's a no. It's um, an apology to Wilt because no, I, as in my, in my top ten, I'm trying. We're trying to talk about him when we really get there. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to give those are my two honorable mentions. Who are your two honorable mentions? Uh, Curry and Hakeem. Okay. Got Curry at eleven, Hakeem at twelve. I don't think, and <laughs> know you're gonna have Curry in your top ten. I don't think there's an argument for him being a top ten player already. Um, given the fact that if you go through the top 10, he's going to be the only player on that entire top 10 list that does not have any finals MVPs, um, which I think plays a role when it comes to your pure greatness. So that's where I'm at with Curry being on a top 10 list. Well, yeah. Which I, is very interesting to talk about. No, it's very interesting to talk about. But when, like, to me, I just don't feel. And you're going to disagree with me here, but I just don't think it's fair to say he's nowhere even close when you say you have him 11th and I have him 10th. It's one spot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like whenever I'm talking about my top 12 to 10, and maybe I just look at this differently, and like people are going to be like, oh my God, you have, when I say where I have Duncan versus where I have Kobe, like, oh, what the disrespect. To me, it's like eh, anywhere here, like you can make an argument, you can make an argument to me from two. To 10, 11, I feel like you can convince me in a lot of different directions. You Fair. really, can. once again, I'm not saying he's, I didn't say he's nowhere close to the top 10. That's not what I said. I said there's no argument for him being in the top 10 for me because, once again, every single person on the list has a finals MVP. So for me, it's really hard to put somebody who ha- doesn't have one ahead of guys who have as many or more championships. And finals MVPs, with the exception of the guy you mentioned, I guess, Wilt, who has two, one, two, two championships. Two, two championships. Two championships, yeah. right? So that's where I'm at with that is I didn't say Curry's not close to the top 10. You said I, I, I have him at 11. Yeah. I said that it's to me, there's no, I can't justify putting him ahead of any of these guys who do have finals MVPs. Okay, that's a fair way to look at it. I, I just, I just disagree with that notion. Well, obviously, that where I have. Yeah, ten for me. It's Kobe Bryant. I know that's probably like a freak out for a lot of people, right? How can you put Kobe at ten? Um, I'm going to give you my ten nine just to explain it because nine I have Shaq, right? So my ten nine I have Kobe at ten, Shaq at nine. This becomes a freak out on the internet all the time, right? Is how do you not have Kobe at like five or how is Shaq ahead of Kobe? The reason I put Kobe at 10 and Shaq at nine is simple. Shaq was the MVP for those three championships. And I don't know if you're going to say, look at the numbers. It's very close. Shaq was, you know, Kobe was almost as good as the last finals. I understand that. And I understand that Kobe ended up winning more championships, right? But when Shaq was who Shaq was and when he cared and was as physically dominant as he was, 
there might not be anybody that was ever as good as him, right? If Shaq actually put in the same work ethic as Kobe and cared, he might be number two on this list, maybe be number one, right? right. So I know that Kobe maybe had a longer career and won a couple more championships, but in the thick of it, in those three championships, um, Shaq was the finals MVP, and Shaq was probably the most dominant player that we might have ever seen in the, I guess, post you know, since the, like the seventies, eighties, because I can't really speak for Bill Russell that much or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair way to look at it. I mean, to me, just to go off of your points there, I I, I agree with you when, when we're going through this list. You'll see that I do agree with you. I have Shaq ahead of Kobe, and I just want to preface this before everyone listening. Like, when you do these lists, and someone says, like you said, Shaq is ten and Kobe's or Kobe ten, Shaq nine. Oh, the disrespect. Oh, my God. I can't believe you did this. It's ridiculous. Guys, breathe for a second. Sammy just called Kobe Bryant the 10th best basketball player in the history of the world. That's pretty damn good. And you're not saying that, like, you never build around him. You're just saying, I kind of like Shaq a little more than Kobe. And that's totally fine. I can't argue with you. I guess my my main point would be, and this kind of goes back to why I don't have Curry in the top 10 either. Um and I have Kobe right above him, but I don't have Curry in the top 10 because without Shaq, Shaq, without Shaq, Kobe would probably not have 10 championships. But I think without Kobe, Shaq probably still has a chance to have his four, correct? You know what I mean? Like he was the best player in the NBA, I think by far for those three straight years. I think you could replace Kobe with a really good type of player in those couple of years and still win a championship. We almost did it with Penny, right? Penny got hurt. Yeah. And this it could have been, I'm just saying, basically what I'm saying is you could have had Shaq win three championships if Penny was healthy and kept progressing. I don't know if Kobe would have had, he wouldn't have for sure had three championships 01 through 04 without. So I guess that's kind of my point there with Curry. You know, you'd have, without Durant, we're not 100% sure Curry would have had these three championships yeah. that he had. He might have had one, two. But that's why I have Shaq ahead of Kobe. And like you said, because they're at 9-10, you could probably convince me that Kobe's better. I'm just saying right now in my head it's Shaq. Yeah, you can move my you can move my list. You can convince me a lot of different things on my list because I just have to convince myself to go ahead and do what I did here and put Steph Curry as the 10th best basketball player to ever live. I think Steph Curry revolutionized the basketball game. I think Steph Curry, I don't think, I know, and most people will agree here that he's the best shooter of a basketball in history. And shooting a basketball is a big part of playing basketball. So to me, I had to put Steph Curry there not only because of his shooting ability, but the way he changed the game how kids are playing basketball now the shooting from the outside yes he has zero finals mvps i completely understand that if you go back and look at the numbers he probably shouldn't won the year andre iguodala held lebron james to 38 points a game and he probably should could have won that first one of durant he actually outplayed durant games one two and three in that series and then durant had a little bit better game four and five and recency bias gave durant that but i think Curry could have won two finals MVPs. The voting was – I still can't understand the Andre Iguodala one, but that's a different day, point for a different day. So I have Curry at 10, and I have Kobe Bryant at number 9. And just kind of going off what Sammy said, I have Shaq at number 8. I have Shaq above Kobe. I don't want to just repeat exactly what Sammy said, but for the same reasons as Sammy, I have Kobe 9, Shaq 8. Same exact reason. Yep. Uh, 
And it's not that's no just that's not a disrespectful thing at all. And I'm just gonna say I've wilted eight because we kind of talked. You kind of mentioned it, um, and then we can both kind of get to our seven because yep. you have you have Curry, Kobe, Shaq. Yep. And I have Kobe, Shaq, Wilt. Yep. Um, my reason for Wilt being up there is because everything you've ever read and seen about Wilt Chamberlain is that he's like the most athletic, craziest, dominant, dominant whatever it may be in the history of the NBA, right? But like you said, the reason I have him at eight and not – I think ESPN had him at five or six. And I could be convinced to put Wilt at 10 and move everybody up, like Kobe, nine, Shaq, eight. You can probably convince me to put Wilt at five if you, if you yeah. had to do enough argument. <laughs> both, both ways. The reason I have Wilt at eight, which is also a little lower than most people do have him, and I know mm-hmm. you have him at your top 10, is because you know, look at a, a Bill Russell, right? A guy like Bill Russell has – 11 right. NBA championships in the same era. It's 11. Wilt. Um, Kareem has a lot of championships. Magic has a lot of championships. Bird has a lot of championships. Magic and Bird and Kareem were a little further, right? In right. history, and they were that's probably harder to win championships. Bill Russell won 11 championships. You know why? Because there was like 12 teams in the league, eight right. teams maybe. Wilt, one of those teams is Wilt. Yeah, Wilt shouldn't have won. At, and people say it's a team game. I get that. But if you're actually as dominant, if you're LeBron, Jordan, Magic, Kareem type of guy, Duncan even, and Duncan did in a way harder era, I believe, you should probably have more than one or two championships. You should probably have at least where, you know, somebody like LeBron is now, at least right. at three. I think three is the big – three – it was kind of like with MVPs. You're talking about Moses Malone. Even with M- with finals, having three puts you at a little bit of a different list. Every single person in my top 10 has three finals. Yeah. Three uh, NBA finals. Look, you left Hakeem off. He has two. Curry has three. The only person I on my list who has th- two. Really, the least amount of championships on my list is Wilt and Jordan. In my, or Wilt and LeBron in my, in my list. But Wilt... I think once you get to three, it really changes. And I think LeBron knew that when he won in Cleveland. You can kind of tell. It was, he knew that that third one three meant something. means something different. Yeah, it means really something different. That's why I have Will today. Is, and, and, I, and I'm kind of getting convinced to almost pop him out of this list. Right? Like, in a way, who would you put it ahead instead of him? It's a great question. Like, if you were to take him out. Probably I'd end up convincing myself to put Hakeem because he okay. won. He had two, but it would be a tenth. And then Curry would still be at 11th, and I'd move Wilt to. Yeah, yeah, and I would have no problem with any of that. My number seven, Sammy, I got Larry Bird. Who do you have at six? I got Tim Duncan. Okay, I have Duncan at seven and Bird at six. Okay, so convince me. So you think Larry Bird's a better basketball player career wise than Tim Duncan? The only. I, I had a lot of. If you want to look at my, you can look at my paper right now, Sammy. I had Duncan Bird, Bird, Duncan Egg. Crossed it off, came back and forth. Like I almost want to be like this high for sixth best of all time. Duncan's probably a better like overall team player all time, right? But who was a better individual basketball player? Probably Larry Bird. Yeah, Larry- I agree with that. I think the reason I put Duncan is longevity. Yeah, but his longevity also includes having a dominant performance by Tony Parker in the finals. His first finals having a guy like David Robinson by his side, and his last final having a guy like. Kawhi Leonard by his side, but without Duncan, none of it happens. I guess for me, the difference is Bird individually is probably a better overall. Like one on one, you have one game, maybe Larry Bird. 100%. So, like Tim Duncan, 
is the Spurs system. Right. So and, and you got to remember, like Larry Bird won the MVP in 1984, 1985, and 1986. Like one of those three MVP guys. Dude, I'm almost convincing myself Larry Bird should be six and Duncan should be seven. And and that's not a default Duncan. No, no, that's I had a lot of trouble with this. I'm gonna keep it the way it is because that's like I. Yeah, because you have it. I have it. But you could convince me that Tim Duncan should be Bird Duncan six and seven. For me, that my top five is untouchable. Like I'm not changing any of the people in my top five. But like six and seven are like in, they're in. I want to say something. The reason Duncan is as high on this list is if if somebody like Kobe mm-hmm. or Shaq. I'm gonna use those two as an example. If somebody like Kobe or Shaq could be more like a Tim Duncan, more like a Steph Curry even, um, more like a Magic Johnson, there's a reason guys like Magic, like Steph Curry, like Tim Duncan win so many championships. You know why? It's because they allow other people to adapt into their system. Yeah, I think – and okay, two things here, Sam. One, I think that's the ultimate confidence when someone like Tim Duncan or Steph Curry – Say, oh yeah, come in. I'll I'll take a little bit of a backseat versus like Shaq and Kobe, who are like they say they're the most confident people, but really they get threatened when another really good player comes in, and like Shaq was threatened by Kobe, and Kobe threatened by Shaq. So in in my eyes, Tim Duncan is more confident than Tim Shaq and Kobe. But I have one question for you, and you can agree or disagree with that, too. So there's two questions. Do you think Tim Duncan is more confident than Shaq and Kobe, and same with Steph Curry because they allow people to come in? And second thing, do you think sometimes we try to get like too like, oh, we know so much about basketball. I put Tim Duncan there. I know he's boring, but he he's so good. It's like, Are we acting like basketball snobs when we say that Tim Duncan's better than Shaq and Kobe? So Because sometimes I feel like I'm being a basketball snob. No, I just think you're basing it off of accomplishments which this is what i'm doing i mean duncan has more championships than jack and kobe i mean or he is the same as kobe but more than jack but is it is it like snobby of me to say that? like sometimes i'm wondering am i just being a basketball snob like oh i know so much more i know he's boring but he's better like i don't know if i am i just sometimes like i try to i try to stop myself from being like that guy who's like oh, i because you know i think it's the opposite i think it's I think people that are just entertained have Duncan like, oh, he's not that great. Because right. it's the opposite. You're literally doing the opposite, actually, being a snob. I think I think you're just – you actually are appreciating something that is boring, right? Yeah, which, which, isn't it kind of snobby? Like, is no, it like you go to a museum like, oh, look at this painting? No, because some paintings are actually shit, right? Like <laughs> – and that's, I think snobs are the people that like try to take something that's kind of shit and make it into fascinating because they like the subject, right? Like, yeah, oh, this artwork's so beautiful. Well, that's not what we're saying about Tim Duncan because we're not talking about a guy that averaged six points yeah, a game. We're not trying to say Tony Parker is a top 10 player of all time because look how smooth he was, right? That's we're fair. talking about Tim Duncan, a guy who fucking won five championships. The only reason the San Antonio Spurs are a topic is because of Tim Duncan. Yeah. So they may be the only reason there's a franchise in San Antonio today. Yeah, they might have been one of those teams that got booted out. Right. right? So and this and the other question I had for you, the confidence. That one's a tough question for me because it 
what I was trying to explain, I'm going to go back to what I was saying because okay. I don't know if it's a, because that question can, for me, can be answered two ways. That can be answered on and off court, right? Because on court, off court. Okay. Do, do I know if Tim Duncan has more self-confidence off court? No idea. I'm talking about on court confidence, by the way. And that's where I, I don't know. Cause no, Kobe has way more confidence in him fucking in his self. So why is he, why was he? So- There's just some people that care more for the spotlight, or or might believe in yourself too much, right? So like, I think Tim Duncan just, I think they both have self awareness in other ways, right? Like Kobe has the self awareness to say like, I don't need Shaq, I can do it by myself, and he was right. He did. He won two championships without Shaq. Shaq was also right. Shaq was in Miami and won yeah. a year and a half later. Duncan has confidence a different way, where it's like, mm, I don't need to be the most vocal and the most you know, badass guy in the world. I can let other That's people fair. take take my pull me in too. So I guess yeah, but once again, my main point of this whole thing with them is the guys like Curry, Duncan, Magic, to be honest, even LeBron sometimes, because LeBron might not have three championships if it wasn't for allowing Kyrie Irving to be Kyrie Irving or Dwayne Wade to be I Dwayne agree. Wade. LeBron might have one championship right now, but those guys, the Magics the the LeBrons, I, Jordan's a different species. I don't even want to get into it. The the Currys, they allow others to elevate themselves, and that's why they're at where they're at, right? And that's why they have the championships that they have. And I think if a guy like Shaq or Kobe had more of that, they could have won seven championships together, maybe eight. Oh, they would have dominated the league for so many more years, especially as Kobe got older and became the best player in the Shaq would have allowed him to do that. Yeah. And oh my God, I think they would have won 10 championships. And Kevin Durant, man. Kevin Durant, yeah. like if he didn't give a damn that Curry got, there is proof now that Kevin Durant's bothered by Steph Curry's attention. Yeah. Otherwise, they probably could have won a couple more championships. I know the Achilles is a different, whole other level of discussion, yeah, right? But remain healthy. Yeah. On the, yeah. And even now, if he came comes back healthy, and he's going to deal with Kyrie Irving, do you know how much better he could be off being in Golden State right now? I think he'll realize that pretty quickly too. We'll see. He's also really weird, like Kyrie. Irving. All right. So top five. Should we kind of like speed up a little bit through the? Yeah. Like Russell. I got Russell five. Me too. I don't think we need to explain it. He has a lot of championships. Yeah, and I don't know. Shout out to Mercer Island. Is he good? Is he like that I, good? I don't know. A really cool picture of him. I think you posted, right? Where he's blocking a guy, or did, did I just see that somewhere else? That was Will. I wonder if his head above the rim. Oh, shit. Okay, I got Will five. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, R- Russell five. Uh, who do you have four? Kareem. All right, I got Magic four. And, and you have Kareem three. three. Okay. Um, Kareem longevity, six MVP. I think most ever, right? Six MVPs he had. Six, yeah. yeah, and just that I think he won like finals in three different decades. Like I just feel like, and he was the greatest college basketball player of all time. I know this is the NBA list. But I think Kareem is a tad better than Magic, but you can make an argument either way. I have no problem with Magic three, Kareem four. I'd have a problem if you have anyone outside of these top two. <laughs> yeah, um, and the reason I went with Magic is I just think he is what we just talked about, kind of like that. Tim Duncan of it all, right? Um, he is that, like, I allow others to be great. And I don't know, because this one's a tough one, right? They're kind of one and the same. And they, they played on the same team. Yeah. But I guess my 
quibble with it a little bit is Kareem was obviously on the older side when he won those final championships. Yeah. And I feel like Magic was really the reason he got Magic. Magic was just that LeBron James, Tim Duncan, Steph Curry allows everyone to be great. Right. So that's why I'm a little bit ahead. No, that's fair. I, I got no problem with that. And I mean, I got uh, LeBron two, Jordan one. You know what I got? I know what you got. I, I, I almost uh, you're gonna laugh at me here. I feel like you don't almost don't believe what you have either. But oh, I do. I. I just think it's. It, I don't think it's a conversation, but I, people are going to argue it. But I just, I, I'm at the point where I'm at peace with it. People are going to argue it because they want to argue it. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I feel about the Jordan stuff too, though. Yeah, people fair. are going to argue it just because they're going to argue it. And I just think, for me, when it comes to LeBron James, and I don't want to go into this too me much. Either. I kind of want to give my opinion, and because I think the back and forth between Jordan and LeBron at some point is becoming a stupid conversation because I think those that believe Jordan's the best ever have their reasons and their valid reasons. And I think those who believe LeBron's the best ever have their reasons and their valid reasons. And I think the uh, opposing opinions are ridiculous, are ridiculous and invalid, right? That's because why that's why I don't like having, you know what? So have this conversation the conversation where people are arguing between LeBron and Jordan has gotten annoying. Well, this is where that, – that was kind of my point, right, is that that's where I was getting with this was my reasons for LeBron being better will be, oh, he's just a better basketball player and the championship – the era is better. And it's so much harder to win championships now. Kevin Durant did this. Jordan played against John Stockton and played a championship against Clyde Drexler. Great. And then the pers other person's going to say – LeBron lost in the finals. And I'm going to say, well, he lost one when he was 20 something years old. And the other person says, well, blah, blah, blah. And the other person says, blah, blah, blah. Right. Say one thing about the art. There's one argument that I think needs to just completely and utterly stop today. Does it utterly need to stop? Yeah, there's one, just one that has to completely stop is the one where Jordan played against janitors on plumbers. Because here's one thing I want to say the guys that LeBron played against him, they, I, I saw someone like put a picture of like Danny Ainge and it's like, this is who Jordan lost in the playoffs. And it's like Danny Ainge was a uh, D1 football player, got drafted in the MLB, played in the NBA. LeBron lost to Dirk Nowitzki. He wasn't like the most athletic human being on earth. He also played the lost finals against Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's a twig and Steph Curry's not known for his athleticism. Correct. So, like, people are much more athletic. Sure. But like this stupid like, argument. So is LeBron. So is LeBron. Yeah, so it doesn't like I just I, I agree that. with that. That's the only one. And that's see, this is my point where all the back and forths are stupid, yeah. right? Okay, you think that's stupid, and then I'm gonna tell you that the competition is much harder now. It is, it yeah, is. And so, it is. but this is where no, it's not how life is because if Jordan had to go against a Shaq and Kobe or a Durant and Curry, we might it, it, he was the Durant Curry, right? With Jordan and Pippen, so it's right. like. All the arguments are going to be same and useless back and forth. And I think, like I said, and like you, you said, why is it ridiculous to talk about this? Because I think both sides have valid reasons. Now, if you're going to come to me and explain to me why, you know, Larry Bird is the best player of all time, I'll have an argument I, with you. I, I would like you to, though, because I mean, it's really interesting to hear how someone can like spin that one. Yeah. And <laughs> I think anybody that doesn't have Jordan or LeBron in their top two, I think is just trying to be. As you would say, a snob. Yeah, a basketball snob. Like, yeah. oh, I think Charles Barkley put out his list. He's like, well, because 
LeBron's career is not over yet. I'm going to put, it was like just a ridiculous list. Right. And it's like, I get it. You played in the NBA. You're trying to stay like, ah, you know, like I played against Jordan. He's better. And like, look, LeBron's not that good now. Cool. Whatever. Right. But like, is LeBron the second best player of all time? If he's not the first. Yes. Right. And is if, if you're Sammy who puts LeBron first, is Jordan the best ever or the second best ever? Yes. There's no, to me, there is zero argument. I think that's more important than who's number one or number two is. I think it's ridiculous at this point when people try to argue that either one of them aren't one or two. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. I mean, there's some arguments for maybe Kareem at three or Magic at three, but not much. I mean, there's yeah. some, I, I don't know. I've kind of gotten to this point where when people make their list and have these arguments, I'm just kind of like, you know what? You actually believe in this and you have valid reasons to believe in this. Go ahead. Cool. That's your reason. Weird, like it's just like, yeah, but that takes all the fun out of it. No, so. no, no. I agree with that, but like, it's just at some point we're arguing, uh, you know, uh, filet mignon versus ribeye, and I, I think they're both fucking delicious. I don't think it's necessarily arguing that, but that's a fair way to look at it because I think it's more like arguing a, a Ferrari versus a Lamborghini. And guess what? There are arguments to why one is better than the other. Sure. Whether you agree with all the arguments or not. Sammy, can you recap your top 10 list for us? Yeah, I'm going to go with my top 10 today was. I'm going to put it up here, though, George, because uh, I don't have to look down the whole time, okay? All right. So here's my top 10 all time. I'm going to go with number 10 is Kobe Bryant. Don't kill me over that. Number 9, Shaquille O'Neal. He is uh, slightly better than Kobe because he was the best player in those three NBA finals that they won together. Number eight, Wilt. Should have won more championships if Bill Russell was able to win 11. Um, number seven, Tim Duncan. That's a shocker, I know. Um, the reason I put Tim Duncan there, though, is because Tim Duncan, like I said in the podcast, if Shaq and Kobe were a little more like Tim Duncan, he'd probably have more championships. Number six, Bird, little player than Tim Duncan. Um, number five, Russell, 11 rings. I don't know how good he is, though. Um, number four, Kareem. Just because it's Kareem and number three, Magic. Um, for me, it's going to be number two, Jordan. Number one, LeBron. Yeah, I know. You guys are going to argue this. Sure, you can put Jordan at one, LeBron at two. doesn't matter that the two best players of all time. So that's my top 10. Um, and I put honorable mention, Steph Curry at 11, Hakeem at 12. Awesome, Sammy. Um, all right, well, well I, I got my top 10 here uh in a second and i found your top 10 list to be very interesting we have a lot of similarities between the two my top 10 basketball players of all time i got steph curry at number 10 look i know a lot of people are going to disagree with me here steph curry revolutionized the game he made the three-point shot what it is today uh and not only that steph curry is the greatest shooter of all time and shooting is important in basketball number nine it's kobe bryant I have eight Shaq. You can flip flop them. I know that bothers a lot of people, but uh, I think Shaq contributed to more championships on those Laker teams than Kobe did. I got seven birds, six Tim Duncan, um, two guys that I flip flop a lot on my top 10 list, but I think they're both great and great leaders. Five Bill Russell, the king of championships, 11 championship rings. Can't argue with that. For Magic Johnson, the best point guard of all time. I know he wasn't a pure point guard, but the best point guard of all time. Three, Kareem, six MVPs. The guy's all-time leading scorer. You can't get that much better than that. Number two, LeBron James. And number one, Michael 
Jordan. I think those are the best basketball players of all time. And I don't think there's much argument against those guys. I think they're the best. And I think they'll, you know, those are my top 10. And I think Michael Jordan is number one by a wide margin personally, but teaches them. Very small wide more wide margin. I don't know how that works, but that's interesting. Um, that's all we got for today. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, it went a little longer than we expected, but I think we had some really good and interesting conversations to come out of a lot of our guys, especially when we got to talking about Dirk Nowitzki and Kevin Durant. I thought that was really interesting and a really good way to look at basketball. I agree. It's going to be very interesting. Isaiah Thomas got screwed, though. Oh, yeah. I think, man, I think screwed it's been a bad month for isaiah all right much love uh i don't know what episode it is but we'll let you know in the intro and uh thanks for tuning in today this is that being said podcast brought to you by sant and george what's up man people all want to know what does sant stand for it stands for sports on tap and it's sports radio redefined have a beautiful day my computer